Jennifer at No Label Brewery, and you're listening to Drink of Ages Radio Show with John Denman. Come out to No Label seven days a week and join us for some badass beers on tap. Don't forget to visit our website at nolabelbrew.com for all events happening at our brewery. Hope to see you soon. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. This is Drink of Ages radio show. I'm your host, John Denman, DJ Muskratch, the producer, hanging out here at Onion Creek. Lower off a White Oak here in Houston, uh, drinking great beers, drinking some Back Pew right now, which is our guest. On a beautiful Texas summer evening. Yes, on a beautiful Texas summer evening. Man, you know what? Uh, so, Bobby Harrell is our guest. Hello. Hanging out from Back Pew Brewing today uh, for this week's show here. But we are live over at Onion Creek, and man, you're right, Bobby, it is. It's actually, yeah, people, people complain about it, but we have a good breeze going. It's a nice patio afternoon. It's not evening, bad. I mean, whatever you know, time it is. Middle of the day when the sun's beating down on you, yeah, it can be a little rough. But you know, when that sun goes down, you got a cool place like this with the overhanging trees and everything else. I mean, it's a great place to hang out. You have you know access to lots of great beer, local a lot of local beer, um, great food whenever you need it. A pretty cool place to hang out. So if you have not been, I highly recommend it. I will say this that you know I, I find myself to be a pretty good wing connoisseur. You know, like, like what who has good chicken wings and who doesn't? I agree. A lot of places they have okay chicken wings, right? They, they really aren't that great. I had some here tonight. They were nicely fried. They were good size. They were good fried, crunchy, crunchy. You know, not enough heat, but that's just my own you know personal flavor. Sure, but. They were pretty tasty. And they were real wings. Now, let, let's, just, let's wings. go ahead and tackle this now. Boneless wings, you're being lied to. That's a chicken breast piece. They just right. battered it and fried it. Okay? Make he's sense. talking. He's talking real wings. Now, yeah, you get little drumettes, so yes, we could also go that way. But, he's, you know, you got to have the bone in the middle. So it was the full deal. It was not these, you chicken know, boneless nuggets. wings. Yes, the chicken. While, while not bad, we're not saying that they're bad, but it's not a wing. Let's just, let's just clarify they're not, that they're right now. They're not wings. And whoever came up with the phrase boneless chicken wing... When clearly it is, has nothing to do with the wing at all. Well, a chicken's a pretty dumb animal, but I think even they looked at him like, no, nah, that, that yeah, like, didn't whoa, happen, whoa, dude. Whoa, like, whoa. I look, I can go like this. That is not I can't what we're fly, talking about but here. I totally have a wing. Yeah. Don't, and it's got a bone in it. Like, let's not. Yeah, I just respond to stimuli, and I know that you, you're, you're. I, where are you trying I, to play at, off here? At this point, I pretty much refuse to order boneless chicken. I don't care if they're like twenty-five cents. And I, I don't order them. I will order the bone-in. Chicken wing, because for one, you know, the bone adds a flavor. Yeah, you know, it adds a little flavor. Bit. So, but boneless but, chicken wings, just don't do it. Plus, how do you have like you know any record of your achievements with a boneless chicken wing? It's just an empty plate. That's that's no fun. You need to see all the remnants and be like, I ate all of those. Yes, I ate a hundred. Yes, I'm miserable. Yes, I'm going to take a nap. But that's because I ate a hundred of those. So look at all the bones. I mean, you know, if you have boneless chicken wings, everybody's just like you're just complaining over nothing. Yeah, like, you what you do, do eat air? Yeah, you're just. I think you're a, a liar. Liar, you're, you're yeah. like skim milk. You're a liar. 
<laughs> I have my top list, right, of chicken wing places. Hmm. I will tell you my um, top two. Like I said, Wingstop, out of all the corporate you know, franchises. Just before, just to clarify, are we are we gonna like go like like number ten, number nine, or is it just places you like that are no, in a top ten? No, I'm gonna say that uh, I'm gonna tell you like my favorite wings, Kings, Kings Beer Garden, Kings Beer House. Okay, those are my favorite. Right, right. Those, those are so there is like, a number one. There's a number one. Okay, I wasn't are, sure if this was a general list of the top ten places. They do a smoke on them, and then they then they fry them whenever you order them. Right, okay. and they're just so so delicious. Hay Merchant does the same thing. Okay. Super delicious wings. Uh, now, Riverbend Country Club down in Sugarland, Missouri City out yeah, there. Yeah. They have the best piece of fried chicken wing that I've ever eaten. Hmm. And I always get the sauce on the side so I can just dip it and drink it and all that. But it is <laughs> such a nice big piece of chicken. Yeah. It's a, it's a wing. I don't know where they come from. It's you the know. whole wing. Yeah. No. No. It, it, it's it's a drummit or you know whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a piece, but they're always super meaty. So they got some steroid chickens or something, man. Hey. That uh, it, it, it works. Man, those things are like one of the best pieces of fried chicken by itself. And then okay. when you add the sauce, stuff's delicious. Plus, Riverbend's a nice golf course to go play. Okay. You said top ten. I think we're. You said so. You get here. I don't even know if you I got said. Hey, Merchant. Uh, let's see. You uh, got uh, you got King's Beer House, of course, and you've got Riverbend. Platypus. Platypus. Okay, Platypus. five. Boy, and Wingstop. I guess we're at six. Make some really delicious wings. Okay. Platypus does. Uh, St. Arnold, not so much. They're not yeah. in the top ten. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, we're still at two. six. Uh, that that's like that's like well, let's see, you know what 11, 13, something like just just right back behind there. Oh, man, I'm gonna have to think about this for a little while because there is what's the um, there's a place in Galveston. Oh man, now I'm drawing a blank. I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. It is uh, it's over the Strand area, but they do whole wings, okay. right? Like whole all three pieces. You know, where, oh, excellent. Yeah, and they fry and you get this whole plate. Ah, you see, this is what happens when I start drinking hot pasta. It, it, I mean, it's you know, it's just it's a side effect. Really, um, it's also well. Sometimes it can be a positive. It just depends. When we're on a radio, it's, it makes it kind of problematic, but it does give us an opportunity for good banter. Unless just, you're like me, because I I'm terrible at banter, and then I just say facts, and uh, everybody's like, "What the hell is this guy talking about?" The truth. The truth. Yes. Go ahead and talk uh, for a second, Bobby, because uh, I've got to look this up. I, I, uh, uh, Gypsy Joint. There you go. Gypsy Joint Seven. Yeah, Gypsy Joint is. They have some phenomenal wings down there, and not only that, it's it's a, a pretty cool spot. Really good sandwiches. So it's close to the Strand. Good burgers. Close to the Strand. Gypsy Joint. Okay, red. Absolutely delicious. Uh, oh man, now I've got to really start you're thinking. Three, I was I wasn't ready for this. You you uh, introduced this. You put this on yourself. Just I remember know. that. I know. And if you I don't, your you, wife will. I will tell you the best place to go get fried chicken in Houston. We can. We'll, we'll add place. it in. Let's add it in. What do you got? Gus's fried chicken. Gus's fried chicken. We Over got eight. Washington. There that are is. wings and fried chicken, so it counts. You're not wrong. Uh, that's true. Now, granted, I've never I'll only ordered the dark meat when I go there with the okay. beans and coleslaw. Okay. But Gus's fried chicken. I had to, I had to actually put myself. On a hey, you can't go to Gus's three times a week. <laughs> you have to stop eating this, right? You one day you might have grandkids and you want to hang out well, with them. Well, Gus is bum, but you know your heart will thank you, it, uh, despite the fact it is delicious. And that, yes. but that's a testament to exactly how good that chicken is. If you had to put yourself on a, on a, on like some kind of like all right, once every three week kind of like rotation. Oh, speaking of Galveston, Bruce Brothers down in Galveston. 
Make some really good. They do whole wings. All right. We're some done. really good chicken wings. All right, Justin, those guys down there, yep. good dudes. Uh, Bruce Brothers make some great wings. And great beer selection, by and large. Really, uh, You can really always find a barley wine there, oh, typically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's usually not a lack for barley wine at Bruce Brothers. So those of you who are looking for barley wines in the middle of summer when it's 110, there's a place in Houston that I can guarantee you will have it. It's called Bruce Brothers down in Galveston. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's uh, really good food. I mean, burgers are good. Yep. They, they make their own chips. Okay. Yeah, so, But the, the wings down there are really good. And then I'll do one more just because of the ease of everything. And I'm sure people are going to start saying, oh, man, you missed out on all these places. You should have been there. Then send me your recommendations because yeah, I will go like try them. Yeah. Drinkofages.com, yeah, just send me a message on Facebook or whatever of your favorite chicken wing place. All right, well, Bobby, you're out of beer. I can be in about five seconds from now. All right. So let's take a break. We get back. We are here we'll at Onion Creek, and we're going to talk some beer. We're going to talk. Let's talk a little bit of Onion Creek as well, man, because yeah. we're hanging out here. Got a nice breeze going, sitting on the patio. This is Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. He takes care of all the beer lines at Drink of Ages, which makes it, you know, when breweries come in, they, they try their beer on tap. It tastes as good as it does the brewery. He can install your system, maintain it, glycol, do the whole thing. Give him a call at 713-647-1100 or just look him up online, dstexas.com. And man, let him take care of your beer lines. Are you thinking of buying, selling, or renting a house? Let my good friend Amber Sear with Stanfield Properties help with all your real estate needs. She is your real estate connection. Amber is a second-generation real estate agent and holds herself to the highest ethical standards. She is a member of the National Association of Realtors, Texas Association of Realtors, and Houston Association of Realtors. Work with a knowledgeable native Houstonian who I know well and I trust. Whether buying, selling, or renting, Contact Amber Sear from Sandfield Properties. Her email address is ambersear.realtor at gmail.com. That's ambercyr.realtor at gmail.com. Or call her at 832-715-5455. Again, that's 832-715-5455. Friends out in Katy, Texas over at No Label Brewing have a new beer out for you to try. It is Passion for Humanity. This is a Berliner Weiss with Passion Fruit 3.6%. ABV, so this is one that you can sit back and drink on all day long. Known as real champagne of beers, this Weed Ale features a deliciously tart and fruity flavor with an effervescent and crisp palate and a cracker sweet finish. The addition of the passion fruit mimics the old tradition of adding fruit syrup to a syrup pint, giving a pleasantly juicy aroma and taste of a perfect complement the base style. Dangerously drinkable, go get you a six pack or find it on tap. Passion for humanity from No Label Brew. This is Dream of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5. John Denman, DJ Muskratch, Bobby Harl from Hello. Backview Brewing Company up in Porter, up on the north side of town, hanging out with us tonight. And we are at Onion Creek off of White Oak here in the Heights. Uh, a little bit of fun going on. 
A little bit of fun going on. Uh, well, that's CJ Muskratch because uh, dude that's right. has an album collection so good, and which is a great segue to talk about the funky brunch that's kicking off here. If you've enjoyed this music in between all the breaks so far, come by, kick back, hang out with DJ Muskratch on Sundays beginning June 30th. Uh, drink food specials all day. And, man, Heights Morning Market, so they're going to do a whole market area in the parking lot. Shut it down. A lot of different things going on. Different, Just walk around, see a bunch of cool stuff, buy a bunch of stuff, drink a bunch of beer, and listen to funk music. Lots of CBD. Well, CBD is kind of everywhere right now. Uh, it is everything in the Heights, CBD. It's, it's, it's like, oh, it's legal. It's like, all right, what does it do? We don't know, but it's supposed to make you feel better. So you're, not gonna, you're probably not going to feel worse. I'm honestly surprised that we haven't seen like CBD in beers yet. Now I understand oh, you know, the chemistry behind it, but like there a Houston there. brewery though. Oh, yeah, really... Houston brewery hasn't done it. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it's you know, it's just the thing is, it CBD, while it does what it does, it, ha- it it comes from a particular plant, has a particular aroma, it's very strong, and so it makes it potentially. Uh, off-putting and so that's the tricky part right so how are you going to include it so you know you're going to add it you know you want to add it it will go in to a certain degree and so you get to that right dosage level make you feel pretty good but it's going to smell and taste like dirty old gym socks so nobody really wants that so how do you come around that well it's going to be interesting to see how everybody tackles that 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 question but it's coming yeah, I thought about it. Since the law changed, you know, we had CBD oil sitting in our cabinet. I was like, hey, man, how do we squirt that in beer? And will it, yeah, is it is it honestly necessary? Is this kind of like a gimmicky thing where, you know, like, hey, come by for a $5 shot of CBD oil, you know, and a beer. And it's like, yeah, man, I guess, uh, you know, I haven't really read that much into it, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I... It, there's a certain strain of THC that's much better than CBD. Right. And so I don't really know that much about it, but I feel like it would totally kill head retention in a beer. Well, any kind of oils typically do. Um, not to say, or if you triple dry hop a beer like Nobi we got coming on here after a while. Um, but, you know, the funny thing about it is everybody's like, oh, you know, it's going to kill the beer market having the CBD out there. I said, why? So, well, now everybody's going to be, like, relaxed. We're not going to need beer. And I said, do you realize how many people smoke a lot of weed all the time, and they drink beer? They're most a lot of them are brewery employees, but they still drink a shit ton of beer. And so, I'm like, you know, no offense, but your your theory I think is is far from from correct because you know doing one is not equal to the other. It just doesn't make Maybe sense. Maybe you haven't been to Denver, Portland, Seattle. Yeah, Lagunitas. <laughs> does everybody realize what the undercover shutdown was about? They literally could not. The, the 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 DEA wanted to shut down Lagunitas because they knew that weed was going through there. The problem is, every time they asked to buy it, they couldn't because the Lagunitas guys, if you wanted weed and walked up to the counter and said, "I'd like to have some weed, please," they would say, "Here you go, enjoy, go have a good time." And they said, "No, how much do I owe you?" They say, "Absolutely nothing," because remember, money has to change for hands. And they didn't because they just want everybody to be happy, so they just give you weed. And so that's why Undercover Shutdown was fantastic, because they had undercover DE agents in there all the time trying to get them to sell them weed. And they were like, dude, we're going to give it to you. You can go away now. So, I mean, again, this is a long history of this. Yeah, well, I mean, we all have our ideas about that. And DJ Muskratch, DJ Muskratch makes the show sound so good. 
<laughs> after after we're done with it, with a little we help from friends. Smoke a little funk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it just, uh, it's important to, to duo out there, but yeah. As soon as as soon as the laws change for THC in Texas, there there's several breweries that have tried to tackle like the marijuana beers and yeah. THC beers. I I. I don't know, man. It's like Four Loco. Yeah, I mean, uh, there, there, there'll be a group of people that are like, they, oh, man, this, this is all that. But the majority of the people is like, like, like you said, it's like, no, it's just, just like, uh, you know, you want your steak and you want your chicken. Yeah. You, know, you don't want them at the same time. Yeah. Well, you got that in, in I mean, there's a lot of times there's, there's a habitual component to it where you, you're not just drinking all of it in one go. It's kind of like, hey, all, all these things really taste good separately. I'm going to put it into a blender and then that's going to be really good. You end up with some kind of brown nastiness. You know, it, it, it just works in certain ways, the way that you take it in. And, uh, you know, there's a habit, you know, crack open a beer, you know, get a bowl going, whatever whatever your thing is, there's a big part of that, of hanging out. Because it's, it's not just taking the constituent drugs, not just having alcohol, not just having THC. It's, it's about hanging out, having a good time. So however you can make that happen over a longer period of time, you want to get blitzed and just go like blackout in 30 minutes there's a lot of ways to do that and it doesn't usually involve either of our products so. a lot of legal ways to do it that's yeah the, that's the problem there's a lot of, there's right? a lot of legal ways so, to i do mean it. it boils down to personal responsibility yeah and accountability you cannot blame the substances that doesn't make any sense substances have been around for eons way before people yeah and so i they're just there we just said you know what if i do this i get this kind of feeling and then some people can't handle it it's just it's the way it is and it's unfortunate for them um, but, you know, that's why it's always funny if you ever go to the Hop Stop up in Humble, they're right next to the AA facility. And you're like, all right, bar, AA facility, seems to be a bit of a, a tease. But, you know, hey, let's go with it. Yeah, I, I've been up there before a few times. The Alcoholicos Anonymous. Yep, it happens to also yeah, be relatively Latino. Yep. Um, but point is, a bunch of people trying not to drink beer are staring at beer the entire meeting. Which has got to be a, a unique thing. I mean, it's like, how much do I want this? Because I can, I do want a beer. Well, it's kind of like tough love. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it might be the best methodology. Is like you could walk out there right now and have a beer, and everybody stands up and they're like, "No, no, you sit down." And they're like, "Oh shit, thank God somebody said no." Because I mean, if it was up to me, I would have totally been out there having look a beer. At, right look now. at all those people sitting on that on that porch at Hop Stop, having a great time drinking beer. But see, I'm just not a not quitter. Me. Uh, personally, I'm not a quitter. I like to, you know, I like to drink beer, and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quit because if I quit, then there's gonna be a lot of undrank beer, and that's sad. I mean, that's sad for the world. It's true. It's true. But I mean, there, there are people that that with with anything take it to to way too extreme. Yeah, it doesn't matter and what it is. There's there's a reason why some people honestly should not drink. There's there a are reason why some people shouldn't eat chocolate. There's a reason why <laughs> some people should not. Yeah, you know, do a lot of things, yeah. right? Like probably yeah. me, fried chicken, right? There's a reason why. There's probably a really <laughs> true reason why I shouldn't eat as much fried chicken as I eat. You know, yeah, but. it's physiological. Um, but uh, but no, that's just it's just one of those fun things of yes, any substance can be abused. That's just a personality trait. It's it's sad, but you if you you have to recognize it when you have got it and try to stay away from those kinds of things. It's For sure. Uh, but we're getting on a weird man, subject. Hey, Let's go yeah, back. Yeah, we're, 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 Hey, but you know, it's important to have these high-end conversations early in the show because later we're going to drink more beer. It's going to be a lot harder to have them. So, you know, it's, it's, it's important to hit them now. So that way later we're like, I don't know what happened in segment two. Well, at least right now we, we sound like what we're, we kind of know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah we, can, we can portray So what those we're of saying. you who, like, switch on this channel, hopefully you heard those kind of conversations. You were like, oh, I must have hit NPR. I'm going to stay here because I've got a 60-minute th- car ride. But now we get to talk about something even better, which is beer. 
And welcome back to Drink of Ages Radio Show with your host, John Denman and DJ Muscratch, and our guest from Backpew Brewing Company in Porter, Bobby Harrell. So, Bobby, what beer are we drinking right now? Uh, so you have Lucy. That's uh, our Hefeweizen. It's going to be coming out soon. So is DJ Muscratch. I'm drinking some Hyperlite. So we have some new beers coming soon, which we're really excited about. I also have some Nobi in here because, you know, I figure for some haze. Bring some, I wanted to bring two uh, kinds that, of haze. That, that Nobi beer? Uh by the way, that was my NPR voice. I don't know if you if you picked that. I, I know it, it, it's lower. I lower it a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to lower it too much because the women go nuts when I go super You gotta low. be careful. You gotta yeah, be careful. Yeah, and there's yeah. We we're, we're in Houston. A lot of people driving. They might be hearing it. Car wrecks happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh. Well, there's that panties thrown at the radio. That's what happens. But. Uh, Lucy is what we're drinking. Delicious. The which one do you want to talk about first? Because well, we we definitely need to talk about the collaboration you did down with Novi. We do, we do. But uh, we can talk about Lucy. You can talk about Hyperlight. Yeah. So we brought those two. So the the cool thing is we've got two really great beers coming out, especially for summer. And now we're a little behind just because of some things that happened. But like Hyperlight just got a label approval yesterday. Finally, it used to be a beer called Ultra. Um, we thought incorrectly that we could use that name, but it is 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. And so we're going to be launching that right here before the 4th of July. So very exciting. Not to mention, I can now talk about this because we just inked it uh, Saturday. Um, we're, we actually partnered with the Texas VFW. And so for every CE of Hyperlight, we're going to give money back to the VFW Foundation of Texas, which primarily go, it, it goes to help veterans. Um, primarily their focus is on uh, PTSD, things of that nature. And so we're very, very excited for that uh, partnership just because it's got so many cool things that it can do. At the end of the day, all you have to do is buy a six-pack uh, or buy a pint. And so we're, it's a very cool thing that we're going to do. Um, whereas Lucy with the Hefeweizen, it doesn't quite have that in terms of that, but you don't do that for every beer. Um, Lucy's being just a gorgeous Texas Hefeweizen. So a little bit of banana, a little bit of clove, 4.5%, so not too heavy. It's not a Bavarian Hefeweizen, which when you think of that, that's when you're thinking, oh, it's so chewy, it's so heavy, it's so rounded. This is not that. This backs it off, makes it a little bit thinner. It's got wheat base, so it does have that roundedness, that little bit of sweetness. Um, but I'm very happy with the direction the artwork has gone. Uh, I would show it, but this is radio, so it's impossible, although that would be awesome. Um, it's like smell vision Wouldn't it just be great? One day. We're, we're almost there with technology. It almost... <laughs> <laughs> we have the technology, uh, the $6 million. They're rate. just not ready for it. They're, they're not ready. Uh, also, yeah, nor the road systems. Uh, but anyway, um, very cool, very excited about the artwork. Um, it, we, had, we had several. Uh, I'm going to show you in the, in, in the intermittence, uh, and you'll, tell, you'll know why I picked what we chose, but a lot of good stuff coming. Well, this Lucy that we're drinking right now, like, like I said, very light on the clothes, very light on the bananas, because one of the... Like Hefeweizens are not my favorite style of beer, sure. right? because they, it's bananas. And uh, don't get me wrong, banana pudding is one of my favorite things to eat. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really want to taste it when I'm drinking it, right? So there's certain certain Hefeweizens that I am just I pretty much stay away from. Yeah. Uh, but this one's pretty pretty easy approachable. Well, I mean that's the important part is it's when we're thinking about beers in Texas. You know, yes, we you could make a. 14% Russian Imperial Stout, and they are delicious. But the majority of what we do when we're hanging out at pools, rivers, out here at, at Onion Creek, you know, it, it's relatively temperate. And so to make to take too big of a beer, it really is not the choice you're going to make. And so instead, how about have a great flavored product not be too over, overpowering? And that's where something cool like a Hef works because 
um, you know, doing a wheat beer just isn't my forte. It's just not something I'm looking to do. But this works out well because I like a lot of old school German brewing traditions, and this is a German ale, so very cool beer. It is really good, and since we're both almost done, it's really odd that we're doing like 10-minute pints right now, averaging 10, 10, 10, 12-minute pints. Because of those sessionable beers. Yeah, just nice, easy drinking, just very tasty. Uh, Backview, Bobby Harrell from Backview is our guest, and we're over here at Onion Creek. So let's take a quick break, Uh, but before we go, let's talk about the July 6th, right? So July 6th. Don't miss out on the 4th of Jaluau happening at Drink of Ages Pub. Yeah. Uh, roasting yeah. a pig, hula dancers, a lot of coconuts, a lot of different things going on. Some really great music happening. Then you, we walk over, watch the fireworks downtown, okay. come back over to Drink of Ages. It's going to be good. But July 6th, it is a DIY art car is happening here with St. Arnold. So from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., St. Arnold is going to bring a car out here, park in the parking lot, and you get to make an art car. So okay. that's happening here at Onion Creek. Yeah, yeah, Muskrat, July 6th. Yeah, 4th of July is actually on 4th of July, by the way, just to clarify. 4th of, yeah, 4th of July is happening on 4th of July. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The, the art this car is thing is July 6th, just so you know. Yep. So... Come by, come by on um, uh, July 6th here at Onion Creek and put your little stamp on an art car with St. Arnold. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, he told me that Gunner over here at Onion Creek was like, ah, we're going to do this art car thing. I'm like, what's going on? He told me, like, that's pretty badass. Yeah. That's going to be fun because it could end up being anything. That's the fun part about it. It could. So bring whatever you want and make this St. Arnold art car a pretty kick-ass thing for the. I'm sure it'll be an art car parade coming up next year. It's got to be. I, I hope it. I hope not. Not for any reason, but I hope it's really awkward. Well, just in my I think mind, that would be excellent. I think that would be excellent. If I drew drew what I thought, what I really feel like it should look like, it's going to be really awkward looking. I think that'd and be pretty fantastic. inappropriate, and it might be offensive to some, probably like, small children. That, that's where it needs to be. It's art. Yeah, but it's art. It's all subjective. It's so, it is. It's also right. beautiful. Speaking of art, let's uh, get another beer because beer is art. Like that. All right, drink pages. Be right back. Alright, if you guys need anything like some shirts, some merch, some stickers, uh, from koozies to any of that stuff, whether you're a brewery, a distillery, or yeah, you just have a business you want to get started and get your brand out there, man, you need to talk to my buddy Rodney Campbell over at Cask Branding. He can take care of you with your glassware. Your, I mean, like I said, he makes all of our shirts here at Drink of Ages. He does a lot of stuff for a lot of people around Houston. So reach out for caskbranding.com, Rodney Campbell, and tell him that you heard on Drink of Ages, and, man, he'll take care of you. And it is that time of year, and if you're looking for somebody to take care of your taxes, uh, especially your business taxes, and you need to talk to my friend Sam Sabawi. He not only takes care of payroll, your bookkeeping, but he will file all your business taxes. And if you ever get in trouble, that guy's going to be there in court with you to take care of any issues you have. Sam Sabawi, man, you need to check him out at samsabawi.com. 
He has locations in Houston, Pearland, and California. You just happen to be out there. But look up samsabowie.com and have him take care of your tax situation. Bindle Tap is one of Houston's fastest-growing craft breweries. From the highly sought-after hazy IPAs to its year-round core beers, Boomtown Blonde, Honey Hole, Hop Gusher, 5% Tint, and Houston Haze. Available at retailers all around Houston and surrounding areas. Stop by one of the nicest air-conditioned tap rooms in Houston Thursday through Sunday, conveniently located 8 miles north of downtown off 59 in Little York. Come hungry and try some of our award-winning barbecue and wood fire pizza from Texas. Go visit our website at spindletop.com and give us a like on Facebook. We are back. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show. DJ Muskratch over here. I'm John Denman. Bobby Harl from Backview Brewing Company. Yep, I'm here. We're all hanging out in a new street off of White Oak here in the Heights. Pretty awesome night. Oh, That's fantastic night. Bill. A minute ago, it was all of a sudden like this breeze came through. Oh, uh, it was magical. Maybe it was like the last one of the evening. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like, oh, one more gust of wind. Hey, the windmill is turning, John. Is it? Yes. Ah, I don't. Oh, oh there there's, there's a yes, fan. See, Muskratch. There Muskratch brings a fan. He does. That was a good idea. He's been, he's been in lots of clubs. You had to sit over there. Well, but Muskrat is usually on turntables back there, so you probably need a little extra wind blowing on you for that. You do. You don't want to sweat on the records, man. No, no. You First keep press, baby. Hands, hands First cool. press. Yeah, it's a uh, over a drink of ages. Like I walked in this afternoon, and I mean, of course, it felt a lot better than outside, right? I mean, outside's just like a sauna. And walked in, all of a sudden, a cool blast of air hit you. It's like, um oh, Met, met some people, first time there, over at Drink of Ages Pub. Uh, they're working on AIG building, of course, did all their flooding and damage. And yeah, so yeah, we had yeah. a lot of contractors from AIG. They're like, oh, we've been working on that building for the last six months. And first time we were like, hey, let's go get a beer. And somebody told us about Drink of Ages. So we had a lot of people over at Drink of Ages hanging out uh, right before we came over to Onion Creek. And the only problem is, uh, it's like after you're sitting there for a little bit, like, like me personally, because I keep my house super cold. Okay. Ever since we, we like, used to not when we had the old air conditioner, but once I put a new air conditioner in, they came in and saw a new AC. My light bill dropped like a third. <laughs> so now I keep my house like around between like 65 and 70 <laughs> all the time. And where people come over, they get under blankets. But, you know, it feels good to me, right? I spend a lot of time in the cooler. I mean, Bobby, I mean, it looks like I should be walking down the trails in snow. I mean, just, you, could, you can fit. Yeah. You know, like I like you in Siberia. In like, it'd be all right. Yep. So, I do like it. Uh, you'd probably be in Siberia in shorts and, like, flip-flops. And you'd be like, yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty much how I spend my summers, no matter where I go. <laughs> I try to envision myself in some place cold. Unfortunately, as a you know brewer and owner of the brewery, brewing the beers and all that stuff, man. I mean, up there, yeah. I mean, summertime it gets a little hot. You you sweat out, but you stay thin that way. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's, it's it's not it's not you're burning more way more calories than you're taking in. It yeah, it's just, it's just part of the business. It's just it's it's what it is. Like we were, we were talking about earlier. You know, there's a lot of it's it's amazing how every summer you just see a lot of potential complaining from uh, for brewery employees, and it's kind of weird because, yeah, it's Houston. A, it's going to be hot every summer, and B, you, now you add a boiler in there and like boiling liquid, it's hot as crap. But you know, guess what? We're making beer, and it's a pretty good day. So, you know, at the end of the day, the be- the best part about our business is that you get to have a beer. 
And so, like, what's so bad about that? Cold beer. Cold beer. Yes. Unless you have, like, serious problems, in which case your day's not over yet, probably. <laughs> so, uh, but no, yeah, you have a nice cold beer at the end of the day. Fixes all the woes. Kind of like today. Well, exactly like today. And now we're drinking a very light, easy drinking <laughs> beer. So, so John is on Hyperlight, everybody. And Hyperlight, this is, this is an interesting beer. So when we first did it, the idea is that, you know, talking to a lot of customers, talking to a lot of bars... We feel that there's a want for something that is a light beer from a craft brewery, which is seemingly counterintuitive. Um, I can tell you as a brewer, it was to me. The amount of time I spend to make sure that Blue Testament tastes great all the time, being such a difficult beer to make, is outstanding. To make a light beer is challenging from a different level. There's nothing left. Um, yeah, there's nothing to hide any, any, any problems in blue. But with a light beer, when you're making it, to make sure the chemistry's right and the enzymes are working and all that, to make sure the carb levels and the calories are down, it, it's, it's a pain in, in, in its own right. It's certainly not necessarily complicated. After you find the ratios, you're fine. But it's very, very different. But Hyperlight really does work. It's easy to drink. It's tasty. The cool part is, when you think about a light beer, you think Bud. You think Miller. You think Coors. You think stuff like that. Well, all those guys use some kind of large adjunct to their recipe base, whether it be rice, corn, what have you, after controversy, you know. Super Bowl taught us, I don't know what. Huh? <laughs> what did Super Bowl teach us? About, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, uh, they're it, all it, using it, adjuncts. It, it, they all use adjuncts either way, but this is 100% barley-based to do this. And the, what it ends up being is actually a pretty flavorful product, given the fact that it's still 95 calories and 2.6 grams of carbs. And so it's gone through, it's been the bane of my existence for the last like four months because getting label approval with appropriate name has not gone my way. I've never had this kind of problem before. However, finally, yesterday, we got label approval for it, so it's coming to market. So be on the lookout for it, 4th of July. Plus, we have a great partnership with the VFW. A portion of the proceeds of every case equivalent that we sell go to the VFW Foundation of Texas. And they primarily focus on they focus on all soldiers' health uh, that are part of the VFW. But they prim primarily focus on PTSD. But we are that official beer uh, partner with them. So the new can, when we get it printed, you'll see they have a logo. Um, and it, it, that will be on the can. We're very, very excited about very that. Very cool. So, yeah, absolutely. So that beer can be more than beer. So... When you're making that decision, you can pay the same price for a product not made or you know not owned by a Texan and not benefiting people in Texas, or you can. And uh, this is the product for you. Well, I can tell you that this is a great. What, what segment are we in? Fourth, three, third. We're in the third segment. Yeah, so third segment. This is a good third segment beer right here. Yeah, before we lead into the the, the next beer, this yeah. one. Like I said, it's very light, easy drinking, but there's flavor. There is, and it's, you know, when I think that the, the hardest part where you're about to see and market, just um, for those of you kind of just wondering, like, well, why would he do this? There's going to be a, a run to crap brewers doing a sub-100 calorie product. Um, I think there's a lot of ways you can do it. You could do things like you could approach it, Gozes, Berliner Vices, things of that nature. But I can tell you, I don't think that's quite what people are looking for. And here's why. And this is weird coming from a crap brewery guy. They have too much flavor. And that, now, if I said that, generally speaking, a lot of people looking at me as a crap brewer and owning my own crap brewery business, and I try to pack as much flavor in every other product, saying that is weird. But here's why it's not. Why are people drinking this kind of product? And it's not because it's packed full of flavor. And so when you think about Gozes and Berliner Weiss, as much as I love them, because I have a Gozes recipe that was supposed to go out this summer, and sadly it got canned. 
uh, or it didn't get canned. It got <laughs> not canned. It got kicked off the the brewing thing, uh, the brewing schedule. Um, but it's not the right flavor palette. It goes or Blender Vice has a tartness to it from the kettle souring. It goes has the saltiness while delicious tastes like a Gatorade. It's not hitting what when you try those other light products you're expecting. And when you have those other light products, what do you expect, John? Very easy. Probably uh, burn through a six pack. It's very light, easy. Are you talking about the nothing? He's saying he's saying that he expects nothing. I expect not a whole lot out of it. Yeah, well, it's just there because there isn't going to be. Mu- there's nothing left. A and B. They designed it around being able to drink it, not being able to enjoy drinking it. It's a habit, almost more than anything. And there's nothing wrong with that. It works. You know, when you're just when you're just that hot and you need near water, it works really well. The difference is. People, I think, are there's too much hubris around being a craft brewer, and they're just thinking about, no, I'm going to make the next great Russian Imperial Stout. Um, but I think that for Texas and our market, with what we can do with this, how do I make a beer where we could really do justice to trying to raise money for the VFW Foundation? Well, this is it because this is going to be a high volume product, where you know I can go out and look at the guy who's trying to pick up Michelob Ultra or whatever and say, you sure you want to send your money to Belgium? Um, or do you want to keep it right here in Texas where we can, you know, help some of our vets and things like that? Uh, not to mention you're going to get a better experience and you know that it's going to people who are busting their ass every day. Um, so it's going to be a really fun product. Uh, it's a really fun product to do and it's going to be launching soon, which to me as the business owner and brewer is great because I've been sitting on a lot of beer ready to go for a while. So um, very soon a lot of it's going to hit market. So be looking for it. Yeah, it's been it's been a little rocky road for that one, for, for this particular beer. And... This is the, I don't know, maybe third time I guess I've tried it. The first time uh, was a can at the pub. The second time was at the brewery and uh, yeah. now here at Onion Creek. Uh, still just a very light, easy drinking beer. But I I feel like, I think we can touch on this on the next segment if you want to, is the yeah, the pendulum swinging of craft beer and, and everything. But it's yeah. definitely swings in craft beer. And we are absolutely moving way towards lighter, low lower ABV beers. Coming up, uh, I feel like that that this summer and this fall, we're not going to see really big high ABV beers being pushed out there too much from yeah. breweries because uh, that's not what the people want. People just want to sit around, and be able to sit back and drink light, easy drinking beers once again. I mean, absolutely. I think, but I think that's that's just it. Is it's not. You know, when craft beer came around, you got to think about it historically. Craft beer, you know, there was, you had, you had the beer aisle, right? Everybody remembers the old beer aisle. Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, maybe some Lone Star sprinkled in there, Bush maybe, but then it got, if, if you want anything else weird, you're talking like, you know, MD, which is not me, Mad Dog, if anybody's curious, but that's what we all know it as, Mad Dog 2020, you start to go to your FMBs, you do this, that, the other, you have your, you, you have your malt beverages, um, your malt liquors, things like that. And that was kind of the end of it. Well, then you had, like, you know, I remember many moons ago, St. Arnold's poking around, you know, that. Shiner was always kind of there, and that was that was kind of like with the German beer, your imports. You had imports if you wanted something either fancier, bigger gravity, more flavor, and that's what you'd have. You'd have a Warsteiner. Sam have Adams a was Honor. the same way. Sam Adams, yeah. you know, figured out how to get around that. And then you started into these national brands who, if they figured out how to do it, Sierra Nevada. I mean, the amount of Sierra Nevada pale ale I've drank is immense. I've drank a lot of that beer. 
Still will. I had one. I just had some this last weekend. I was still ex- I was still absolutely Still one of my excited. favorite beers yeah. ever made in just the history a, of Just mankind. a great beer. Yeah. And so you, know, you have all these beers that kind of came on with these people who figured out, like, hey, I'm going to give a, a more flavorful product. And people got very excited. So whenever they saw it, they'd go after it. Now we're almost on the other end of that. There's this wave of new stuff all the time. And people are like, hey, if it's not new, I don't want it. However, it's like you said, the pendulum. That's where the pendulum swing. I think it's coming back to where people are like, but I just want to kind of hang out with my buddies all day and barbecue or work on a car or whatever. And sadly, 8.5% double IPAs don't fit the bill for that because you, you're going to be toast. Well, let, let's uh, let's take a break. When we get back, we can kind of talk about the evolution of you know, what, what people call like oh, my craft beer you know, lifestyle or my intro to craft beer and and. And how they, you know, what starts? You know, it's like, oh, I tasted a really good beer. I want to support these beers. I need to, like, have bottles sent to me. You know, so they yeah, start yeah. trading for beers. And all. And you end up with way too much beer that you're never, I'm, I'm, I'm going through that right now. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, finish this one. And then when we get back, we're going to do, well, let's drink some of the, the Nobi, Nobi collaboration. That's right. All right, this is Drink of Ages. We're hanging out at Onion Creek here in the Heights with Bobby Harrell from Backview Brewing Company. Miss you, Gunner. We will be right back. Now we have Sean from Platypus hanging out with us. Sean, what's the latest going on at Platypus Brewing? Hey, g'day, John. We've got a number of our beers out in the uh, local grocery stores and liquor stores, including our latest edition, the Holy Shit Mexican Lager. Now, just in time for a little Cinco de Mayo partying. Yeah, absolutely. Thursday nights in the tap room, we have our craft burgers featuring our kangaroo. That sounds delicious, but I like the surf and turf Wednesday nights. Surf and turf, a couple of prawns on a 12-ounce ribeye, a side, and a beer for 20 bucks. Best deal in town. I, I happen to agree with that. And, you know, right now I'm having a pint of your Granddaddy Perp. That's one of your latest releases. And also some Pacific L. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, so you can find those beers around town, but you can also stop by the tap room open seven days a week. There's also tap room only releases and full kitchen. Giddy up. It is. It's, you, know, you know, John, so we were talking in the last segment. We wanted to get into the, the pendulum swing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Bobby Harrell, Bagpee Brewing oh, Company. This is Drink of Ages. We're at Onion Creek. Uh, we're having a nights. great time. That's why we kind of jumped the intro. Like, I went right into it. We just it. keep talking. Yeah, we yeah, just, you know, we All the really... stuff that's talked about in between the segments should be its own show. It should. The problem is DJ Muskratch will probably have to, like, cut out a lot of it, which is unfortunate because there's a lot of really great, like, NPR-level um, analysis. This isn't like the That 70s Show episode where they thought they were really smart when they were really high. This is actually, we, we, we cover some topics that just are harder to cover on the radio, but... Well, and and also, there's a lot of things that that get said during the breaks that can't go on the radio. It's true. That's the problem. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's there's, like there's a lot of editing of, uh, yeah, of those of, the day, of those words and yeah. conversations and yeah. But in general, though, um, we have a good time, and that's that's what's fun about filming the show. Um, you know, when when you come, if you if anybody ever comes, like t- tonight we're on Onion Creek. We love people to come. People are listening to us, probably laughing at us every now and again. 
But if you on a on a normal Wednesday night when the show is filmed at Drink of Ages Pub, you should show up, kind of listen to it, be part of it because it isn't relatively interactive. You know, now don't like in the middle of a show like get on the mic and be like love you like Brady. Um, that doesn't really work so well. But you know, in between segments, love to chat with you. We have a lot. We have a really good time, and that's what really beer is revolving around. On every on the bottom of every Nobi can, we put drink beer, have have fun. That's all we. That's what we put. Me and Channing were trying to think of what to put that day, trying to come up with something like, like you know funny or like really really intelligent and we said let's just keep it simple because people are forgetting to drink beer and have fun at the end of the day that's that's what it's about just drink some beer and have some fun man i would i absolutely in the in the first segment you know we we did a whole segment for whatever reason about chicken wings and i failed to mention nobi for chicken wings yeah yeah they they have some really good wings down there they do they really good food, and especially with that new Italian place around the corner, uh, Hyde Park. I mean, you know, the, the, the Charles and those guys have some great food, and Channing's keeping that run right. Um, great beer rolls, selection. Spring rolls, chicken wings, and beer. Yeah, that, that's... The banh mi's are great. Banh mi's are really the, good. I hear the pho is good. I've not made it to pho on Sundays, but I hear it's fantastic. Well, apparently it is because it sells out, and there's a line at the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, I just, that's... One of these, maybe I'll have to pull some strings, see if I can't get chain to get me, get, save me some, so I can actually try it. Just put a bowl in the back. Yeah, come on, man, just just put it back there. I've had the bean curd sitting in there because I like it when they get a little soggy. <laughs> Unlike chicken wings, which should be crispy. Should be very crispy. Uh, well, we're drinking the beer now with Nobi. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so let's talk about so so getting to another beer. We've talked about Lucy Hefeweizen. We talked about Hyperlite, our light beer. So Nobi, Nobi's been fun. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen the label, I highly recommend you get on our website or Facebook page and check it out. Very, very fun label. It's a bunch um, of it's a couple of naked guys <laughs> just sitting around hanging it's, out it's, together. Uh, yeah, we're just drinking beer in a, in a field full of uh, wildlife. That, yeah. Uh, not sure where it came from, but you know it's, that's, that's the way it happens when you're drinking a bunch of beer. But you know, people people have. We, I was talking about this earlier with David, and, and people have asked us why we don't do a whole lot of collaborations locally or in general. And my, my, my response to them and to anybody listening to the radio is, what are we collaborating on? So to me, a collaboration should be maybe two brewers do two different things, and they get together, and they try to meld them together, and they try to make it work, or do make it work, ideally, obviously. You don't want to try to make it work. You actually want to make it work. And so when Channing approached me about it, he said, hey, look, man, I'm going around to different breweries, um, you know, trying to do collaborations, so coming up with beers that we, want to, we both want to make that are, that are maybe not what we're necessarily looking for, but that are going to be fun. And so I said, man, that sounds great. You know, you know Channing. Channing's a great dude. Knows beer. So what do you want? And he knows. He said immediately, right off the bat, I want to do a New England. And for those of you who don't know, I'm not necessarily the biggest New England IPA fan. It doesn't have to do with you could, the arguments about stylistic, whatever. It's just more the vegetal green flavor that oftentimes come with them. And it just doesn't work for my palate. So me personally, I just don't want to sit and drink a lot of them. And so I don't brew them. Uh, makes sense, right? Like, why would you brew a whole bunch of something that you don't want to drink? Um, and he said, let's do it. I said, um, that was basically the end of the, or most of that conversation. I said, all right, man, well, I'm going to make you do something. I said, have you ever made a German Pilsner? He said, no. So, okay, we're going to do that. And so what we did was we mashed in like a German Pilsner, water chemistry like a New England, and we hopped it like a New England. So lots of dry hops. When you have this beer, so I was talking to DJ Muskratch earlier, there's not a lot of head retention. In fact, I've seen his glass right now. It's just oddly has fallen away. And that comes from dry hopping three times in a row. When you typically do that with New England, an ale yeast doesn't recarbonate, so you don't pop the bubbles. Bubbles only form one time for anybody who's interested. The proteins, we're not going to get into that, but anyway, the proteins make the bubbles. Bubbles only happen one time. Once they're popped, the proteins aren't going to reform into bubbles. 
Well, if you're not recarbonating, it's not an issue. However, with bloggers, they recarbonate every time. So two-day lag time in between additions, three additions, I pretty much popped all the bubbles that are going to be popped. So you see a little bit of head retention at first, kind of flattens out after that, but the beer is still carbonated, so it works out well. And so we, we hopped it to bejesus both in the kettle or in the whirlpool and in the dry hopping. And it worked out really surprisingly well. Uh, when we first did it on the pilot, when we had it, I kept tasting out of the pilot and it was very, very green. I said, Channing, I don't know, man. He goes, nah, man, just give it time. Just give it time. I said, man, Channing, I don't know. He goes, it's all right. I like it green. Brought it to the pub. We tapped it. It was delicious, and so that's why we did the bigger version. But that, now we had with with a with a supremely uh, pride specific label. Uh, we did not intend that. We just thought it would be a fun label to do. But uh, but it's it's a very cool I beer. Mean, you know, guys can sit around naked together. It's not a big deal. Well, it, the, the 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 most asked question is, did we pose for the label? Um, that's the that is the by and large most asked question. It's not like how'd you make it? Like I really like it. Where can I get it? It's did you guys actually pose for the label? Which I found humorous. So. But great little uh, fun beer. Now, you know, looking at the, well, it is, actually is a tremendous beer. It's very tasty. For the release, I came out to the brewery. He did. It was good to hung see out it. With you guys. And Kelly came too. Yeah, we did. We brought her up there. She enjoyed it a whole lot. Actually, she she's like, let's take some four packs home. So we bought a couple four packs to take awesome. home. And she doesn't even like beer. You know, but she liked this beer, right? Good, good. And so she's been drinking on these for like the last, uh, I think we have one more left in the refrigerator. Well, we have a bunch left because a lot of the people who pre pre-ordered didn't come pick up. I don't know why, and so we have a lot of beer left. So if anybody's interested in coming get some, we got plenty of four packs left. What's funny is that when you look at the can, uh, you and Channing are not far from the same height, right? That's correct. But then hey, you look at the can, and Channing just just kind of—I know he's leaning over, and he he's got his man boobs. And I don't know what the dark spot is, like by his knees. Like, is that like the the man? It's, it's, it's an excellent question. Some man question. grooming needs to I can, happen. I can tell you if you really zoom in on it, he's got three little squiggly gray chest hairs. Because this was a big point of contention at first when he saw the can. The first comment he had was, "My chest hairs aren't black; they're gray." And so we had to change the chest hairs. The other biggest thing we get is, "You're not that tan." So my little guy apparently is too tan for me because I'm what is all get. And I said, look, man, we were too busy worrying about changing his chest hairs to worry about my tan level. It's, it's not, it, it just was a, it was a matter of course. We just, we, yeah, we were trying to move on, and we just couldn't hit every single option. So, yes, I am not that tan. I understand that. But, uh, hey, when you're drinking up beers, it doesn't really matter. It is a good beer. It, actually, it's a great beer. And it's, you know, going back to some of the talking last segment about very easy drinking. Yeah. Much lighter, easier to drink of beers. This is one of them, but you still have a good hot flavor in this one. It was actually pretty funny. So when Channing and I did this on the 30-barrel system, I had never seen beer run out of my Whirlpool looking that gross. I said, Channing, this is nasty. I was just looking at it. It was hazy. So much protein, so much polyphenol. Even with, even with all the treatment that I do, I said, man, this is just nasty. The next day, I did a 60-barrel batch of Hyperlite, which was just beautiful, clear, pris- pristine, Put the light clear. behind it, shine Oh, man, through. it's just beautiful. Yes. And so I sent him a picture of that and said, this is what I normally see. And he just laughed and said, well, two different beers. And that's true. And that's there's nothing wrong with either one of them. It's just funny because I'm so used to seeing one thing. And that's, what, that's what's fun about the collaboration. And also, the other, I think, really fun part about doing collaborations is it pushes you out of your comfort zone some. If it doesn't, I don't think it's a collaboration worth doing. If you both are just like, oh, yeah, let's just like do this. Let's make the same thing we've made it all just, along. That's, yeah, that, that's why I, I agree with you on this it's, one. It's yeah. just personal preference, and some guys don't agree. Some guys are like, no, man, it's just about making more beer. I said, sort of. 
Um, but that's just my take on it and why you maybe don't see us just collaborating with everybody for anything. Um, I think it, I think when you find that right partner and you, you do something really fun, that's what makes it really special. And that's why people want to drink it. Um, and so that's why I'm a little bit more, you know, a, a little bit pickier with that. Um, but I think it ends up making a great product because of it. So um, you won't see us be in a million collaborations, but I think when you see a collaboration from us, you'll be really excited to see it. Well, I'm excited about this one. And the Nobi beer is really damn good. The only thing that I wish you would have done is get label approval so we could have it at the pub. Just me, me too. That would be that would be uh, great. We would definitely have it on tap. And then, yeah, of course, Nobi would. And then you can see Channing down there. Just ask him to take off all of his clothes, you know, to just, just pose with it. Yeah, he, but then I'm going to get the call, like, hey, you need to come down here because a bunch of people want to see us, like, recreate this on the bar top. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, they, and bring know, a they, giraffe. They, yeah, they make, they, yeah, they, make you know, they, they make food there, and the FDA's got a huge problem with that. Like, a couple naked fat white guys, like, sitting there on the de- on the, on the the counter, <laughs> like, when people are trying to eat. Uh, you've like, been a drinker like, right? just art. It's art. Yes. It's art is what it is. It is art. Art is very subjective. But yes, it is art. But with Chan, I, I would say that we would make you know we, we would make a beautiful uh, scene. I think uh, I was very excited to see that for Pride, Channing chose the picture of him kissing me on the cheek as his picture with the rainbow. I was, I mean, pe- people asked why you know like how'd that come about. I said I was talking about the beer and Channing kissed me. It was fine, you know, no big deal. It's it's all right. There's there's love everywhere. It's it's not a problem. Man, the 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 day that a man can't kiss another man. It's a bad day. It's a bad day. They're not drinking enough beer. <laughs> They're not drinking enough beer. And we were canning that day. It was a good day. So, I mean, yep. there's no problem. But it was, it was cool to see that. It was, uh, it was like, of all things, he, I don't know how he pulled it because I was doing a video. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how he got a picture of it. But uh, he must have pulled that out of it. So it was pretty cool. Well, back to your brewing company up in Porter. Uh, what is it? 20 minutes just north of downtown. It's not far. It's really not Very far. easy to get to. What are the taproom hours? Uh, we have Thursday 5 to 9, Friday 4 to 9, Saturday 11 to 7, and Sunday 1 to 5. So, uh, stop by there, man. They, they open up the whole, I mean, it's... We got 14 acres. Come on out. Bring your kids. Bring your dogs. You got to watch them, but they can run as far and wide as they want. And uh, we, we have a really great time. A lot of beers on tap there. You're not going to see a market because we can do a lot of stuff off the pilot. Every Saturday we have food trucks, bands. Every Friday night we have a food truck. So... A lot of good times. So come, come on out and check us out. Bobby, you, you forgot one very important part. What's that? AC tap room. Air conditioning tap room. Air yes. conditioning we, tap we, room. We no longer are just stuck Rest in the brew rooms. house. I mean, indoor plumbing. Easy, yes. yes. I think indoor plumbing is actually our our uh, number one feature yeah. um, compared <laughs> to the porta pies we had for like two and a half years. Everybody's just like, do you have indoor plumbing? Yes. Excellent. You know, all we get now is like you need more indoor plumbing. It's like, what are all of y'all doing? Do you hold everything until you get here? Like, really? Is that five star Yelp review, <laughs> right there? Yeah, indoor plumbing. Indoor, hey, it works. You what? Well, appreciate you hanging out, man. Of course, bringing all the guys. beers. Uh, we're hanging out here at Onion Creek, and if you haven't been by Onion Creek, they're about to celebrate what twenty years. I think yeah, next if, year. If you haven't been here, like that, that, nineteen sad, years now. Quick little calendar. So, like Fourth of July, out. That's going to be at, at at the pub. So that's a Drink of Ages pub on Fourth of July. And on the sixth, you got the art car thing here, and that's with St. Arnold's in Onion Creek. So you get to decorate your own art car. Was, was there any more? Sunday brunch. Sunday brunch with DJ the, the, Muskrat. The, the funk brunch with DJ Muskrat. Oh, we were spinning a bunch of funk records. So I mean, I I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening right now. So if you have missed out on any of that, don't worry, it's coming back around. But you know, the Fourth of July only comes once a year. So it shows July sixth with making art car. So don't miss it. Fourth of July. 
And yes, you're encouraged to do archer theme based costumes. Coconuts are welcome. And encouraged. Just like Fourth of July. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you, Bobby. Always always fun hanging out with you, buddy. Uh, I do spend a lot of time with Bobby. I do talk to him a whole lot. And I do think of thing. him as a very dear friend of mine. In this and we're going to Gus's soon because I have not been there. And next week we will go to Gus's. How about Wednesday at noon? As far as I know now, sure. Let, let's do that. If you want to meet us at Gus's Fried Chicken over at Washington on Wednesday at noon, we'll be there. You can actually buy quarts of beer. Game. You eat the chicken with one That's hand, a game I can get into. and you have the court taped to the other hand, and yeah, maybe 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 that'll be Wednesday at noon over at Gus's Fried Chicken, which will then turn into Wednesday night at the pub on the radio. <laughs> so we're gonna have a good show next it's, week. And next week, not that next, this week was a bad show. Oh, next week's uh, B52 Brewery hanging Whoa. out, and Neil from uh, uh, Neil's Bar is hanging out. See, so we should invite him to Gus's. Uh, next week's gonna be bad. Whew. All right, Bobby, I appreciate you. Good to see you guys. Always fun. Uh, man, if you want to listen to any show sponsored by No Label Brewing Company, you can go to DreamBages.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, and be on the lookout, man. If you haven't tried the strawberry, strawberry blonde from No Label yet, go out there and get it. Very light, very refreshing. I mean, this, it's hot outside, sitting by the pool. It is a very nice beer to drink. All right, talk to everybody next week.